Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. I am the only hetero ginger in the world. <laughs> I am William Shakespeare's. <laughs> oh, of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. <laughs> and I'm right next to the gay ginger. <laughs> Just ready oh, to I'm suck RJ. you off. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha. <laughs> I'm fuming right now. <laughs> As Arjun has been calling you gay all week. <laughs> I wish he does it all the time, though. <laughs> it's literally just like, what do you want for dinner, gay? There's what? You could have said that without it. There's not one gay ginger in the world. <laughs> not even one. It's built into your genetics, your original ancestor. That were straight as hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being a gay ginger. You know? Yeah, no, it's okay, nothing. though. Yeah, but I'm just not, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm saying about it. It's not just being gay. It's just, it's just that I'm not. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to play a game. Okay, Mike, there's two of us in a room right now. One of us is a gay ginger. Can you guess who? It's not a game. You're just making up game as you go along. It's not a game. I mean, out of the three of us, who might have the most feminine name? Ooh, yeah, that's true. RJ. Randy? Girl, yeah, Randy. That's a girl name. <laughs> you could do a girl's name of that. Anyone was spelled with an I, Randy. Devin is a strong black football player name. <laughs> Ain't nothing gay about that. Ever heard of Devin Hester? That's what I thought. Straight as hell. <laughs> um, wh- whose episode is this? <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't, I'm going to take oh. some ownership of it, but I'm going to, yeah. You're taking some some ownership. Some ownership. I think you have to take full ownership. No, no. So you can't take all. (laughs) So you have to introduce the name and guess our favorite, least favorite. Yep. Yeah. So so what I was going to do for that is I got his input on it. (laughs) So I'm just going to text him right now, and hopefully his phone's there. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) He's already texting me. Okay. Okay. So um, I kind of have his idea for all of us. But he kind of did his own thing where instead of being your favorite, least favorite, that, he kind of just picked our favorite song and least favorite song. Well... That, that's fine that's because two out of the three it's kind of yeah for the last one it's like a, a, yeah okay <laughs> yeah and then i have the reasons of why he picked the songs okay. or a sum up of it but then i was like we could just go through it and say what we say okay you all know right. things that we say all right so this week it's it's mine slash kind of a milkman he's where i get my special milk from um <laughs> you're calling me uh, originally baby, baby milk. he yeah. said that uh he was gonna title this baby uh, want to baby <laughs> Uh, this week it's going to be called the uh, Milkman's Madness, mm-hmm. but it was originally um, Mad Villainous Minds is what he was going to first call this. Well, there's no milk in that name. Th- that's why I said you no. got to have milk. That's in why the I was name. like, you need a Milkman's yeah. Why not Mad Milk? Yeah, or why not um, MF Cream? <laughs> <laughs> of course, Devin would pick that. Yeah, yeah. that's maybe the best MC name ever. Yeah. Well, fucking MF Cream MF over here. Cream. Dropping the beat. Kinda, yeah, it's pretty good, Devin. I almost went to freestyle and I was saying the word <laughs> right away if I did. So, whew, got out of that quick. Um, but, and why, why, why were you, why, yeah. how, how yeah. did the, the why? milkman convince you? Yeah. No, I was just one of those. I was just like, hey, you RJ should create a mix. Him. And, yeah. uh, and he's just like, okay. And I was like, yeah, send me songs that you're interested in, and we'll go from there. And that, that was it. And then one day he sent me, like, out of nowhere, because I forgot to mention this to him, 
Because the mix, it was five songs. And I was like, you listen to this on a normal bass? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Is this all the type of music that he listens to? Or is this just a part or Just of a it? mix that he made for this. Okay. What all is right. the approximate age of the Milkman? Yeah. Oh God! Between sixteen yeah. and three hundred. <laughs> guessing is at least eighteen. Archie turns into Miss Swan when you ask him. No, no, hundred percent. He look like a man. He look like a man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He have big hair. He's he's older than eighteen. He's younger than sixty-five. Oh, God damn! You think forties? No, thirties? Maybe. Okay, why didn't you say younger than forty? Then I always assume milkmen are old. Yeah. It could be old. Well, he's a milk boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whose boy name is Milk Boy 69? <laughs> yeah. Probably like 10. He's like schooling people on Call of Duty. Depending on how this goes, I might start calling him Milk Baby. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That sounds bad. I'm not going to Milk Baby. Um, all right. I had to install a, um, a fan at this place, uh, this, this place in South Sac, like a what is it like a welfare office or something i don't know what they do there but it was in the uh breast pump room oh, hell and yeah. yeah and luckily i still can't smell because of covid because they wanted the vent fan in there because of the smell they said sour like, milk uh, yeah i'm like oh god <laughs> should have called milk boy <laughs> yeah i gotta get some of that badger milk <sighs> probably tastes better yeah i don't know um, i'll try it though um, all right, so Milkman's Madness. These are just songs that the Milkman liked. But you said he kind of had an agenda with picking these songs, right? Yeah, because I was just like, create something that kind of goes together. And he's listened to the stuff on our, our our podcast, so he has a general idea of how everything's organized. I mean, give us the whole rundown of whatever, whatever he said. I mean, we can do least favorite, least favorite. Okay. Um, and like what, why he made he what, did, whatever uh, facts you got there in your cliff notes. <laughs> my cliff he, notes. He did say that this would irritate us, right? Yes. Okay. Hmm. So Wanted he's to make sure. out to irritate us. <laughs> yeah, he, has, he has an agenda. One step closer. To uh, he baby. said he said <laughs> Devin's favorite song would be number five, and Lee's favorite would be number four. Okay. He said Mike's favorite would be number three, and his least favorite would be either one or two, whatever he couldn't work out to. Oh. <sighs> So which one are you picking? Oh, yeah. I don't have you that. That is it. what he said. You, you have it. to pick it. No. Okay. Is I'm going to say I'm going to say two. Okay. Okay. And then he said my favorite was one, and least favorite would be three. Okay. One and three. All right. Um, interesting. Interesting choices here. Hmm. Um, now I'm going to. It's do... almost as if he doesn't know us at all. Yeah. He's would, a long-time so. listener. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long time first time? Uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to uh, defer to you guys on some opinions on this because I, well, I guess maybe Devin in particular, or oh, maybe yeah. RJ too. I don't, I don't know. Because like, RJ don't know shit. RJ will make mixes like this, and then Devin's like, why'd you pick these songs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why'd you do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess you're going to be answering the questions. Uh, because I have a lot of questions as to why these songs were picked. <laughs> oh, I do too. Got I don't know if RJ answers. has any answer. I mean, but. I could just do my classic one because I just—it was the top one on the mix, so I picked it. <laughs> okay. We'll just do that if you, if you guys don't have a good enough answer. Okay, we'll default to RJ's yeah, answer. <laughs> if you guys can't think of something between you, um, um, yeah. 
Well, my first question for you, you can answer yes or no for both of you guys, is that uh, is this uh, mix a good representation? No. <laughs> RJ. Um, well, he said just overall with just a uh, with Mad Lib. There's there's a lot of stuff by Mad Lib, so he just had to pick some random stuff. <sighs> is there a lot of stuff? Uh, I mean, there's other stuff <laughs> that could have been on here in place of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he said. <laughs> when picking the Mad Lib playlist, you you have to be kind of choosy. It's, his whole discography is very vast, 60 albums. So I thought it's best to focus on a formative Mad Lib while showcasing one collab between MF Doom, J Lib, and to highlight just him and J Dilla. And he, then he has a quote by that too. But, but I so. mean, he could have been specific and just say, these are just collaborative Mad Lib albums, which is not 60. That shrinks that down, that yes. number down a lot. Yeah, because yes. if it's a because <laughs> if it's like an MF Doom adjacent uh, mixtape, then yeah, these fit in there. But there's still other things you could have done with that genre to make it more varied. But also, if you're just like, well, I want to put Madlib on there. What about Pinata? What about Freddie Gibbs and Madlib? Mad like, Gibbs. Mad Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of options of other people he's collaborated with. I like Mad Gibbs. Yeah. Rather than two yeah. and two. Because yeah. really, we've got three. Three Mad Libs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Four. No. Well, I mean, you got two Quasis, one J, but the qua- wait, and one Mad Who's on the Quasi? Who's the second one on the Quasi? I mean, you've got a feature on the Quasi, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Or did he? The quasi's just well, his side project. We'll get into it. Well, <laughs> talk about it later. No, yeah. he's on. He's on four of these, technically. Right. right. Yeah, but there are th- three projects. You know what I'm saying? Yes. There's Mad Villain as a project. There's Quasi as a project, and then there's the Mad J J Lib J Lib. Yeah. So you got three projects out of five songs. Yeah. Milkman, it's hard to make these mix, humba. It's, <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? We've been doing this for some time now. We've Milkman. been holding this shit down. <laughs> yeah, he told me that he's like listening to him backwards. I'm like, you haven't even been to the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be like, these mixes so are getting terrible. So like, he's backwards. heard the best of the best. <laughs> yeah. Why mess with the rest? He's, start- he's starting from the beginning. That's right. <laughs> he's like, this is a uh, lemons playlist. <sighs> No more citrus mixtapes. <laughs> really? And a lime one. Ugh. Oh, actually, I got a pretty good lime one. Uh, another question I had for you guys before we get into this is, did either of you guys have like, a version of this mix before? No. No? Uh, nope. I had, I, well, I kind of just, I had a Jay Dilla, and I kind of just had that as an idea, but it was amongst like 60 other like you know artists on there, and I was just like, ooh, I maybe should do something with that, but I just never looked back at it. Smart man. I, <laughs> I, 
I would have included like uh, an MF Doom song in a uh, mixtape, but it wouldn't really be themed around him. But after hearing this, I'm like, I can make a much better themed one. <laughs> I think Mike says you don't around have to do that. MF Doom. No, so that's all. what I'm going to do, and I'm ready to announce it right now. Again, I'm willing. I'm always willing to be convinced of something. I I will try my hardest to convince you. I would love to. One other thing. This did not do that. <laughs> I almost got you to like John Mayer. That's true. You got yeah. me to there's you put that acoustic yep. song on one mix a yep. long time ago Stop and I really strain, liked bro. that song. Yeah. And then there was at least one of the live songs I really liked. But that yeah. was your fault. You made a live mix. That's that's not on me. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you like the live song. <laughs> so again, like I'm willing to accept defeat. Uh this this mix is not going to defeat me nope. <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> And I, I feel like it's making it's making you stronger. If you are the final oh, yeah. boss that I'm trying to defeat, <laughs> you're gaining more power from this. Yeah, because I have instant thoughts on every one of these songs. Yeah. Instant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to figure out a way to break down your defenses. And... Maybe I'll explain my th- reasons why I don't like any of the songs mm-hmm. and why. So you can I would love that. Yeah. So I can yeah. Build from use there. that against you Do in the, the future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, so we'll start with Otis Jackson Jr., known professionally as Mad Lib, is an American DJ. I I like DJ. that. That's the first thing. It's very important to me in the Mad Lib catalog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, music producer, multi instrumentalist, and rapper. Apparently, yeah. one of the most prolific and critically acclaimed hip hop producers of the two thousands. Huh. Mm. Worst era of hip hop. Weird. Mm. <laughs> Not a lot of competition there, we'll say. <laughs> you mean he was more prolific than whoever produced 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying? <laughs> I mean, his only, uh, I would say Dr. Dre is more prolific than, uh, he says one of the most. I would say Dr. Dre is more prolific of the 2000s. Arguable. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he is widely known for his collaborations with MF Doom, Jay Dilla, Freddie Gibbs. Uh, this is a very important line in here to me. Madlib has described himself as a DJ first, producer second, and MC last. Yeah. Mm. That is very apparent to me in every one of these songs. Very yeah. apparent. Um, in the early 1990s, Madlib formed a loose-knit collective composed of rappers who worked with him in his Oxnard-based Crate Diggas Palace studio. Uh, crate Diggas, I don't know what that is. Like Dig, uh, digging crates, crates of vinyl. Crates of vinyl. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because they're looking for know, those DJs. jazz samples. Yeah, looking for obscure <laughs> vinyl songs from Puerto Rico. Yeah, that we just throw in there randomly and yeah. don't change it at all. Yeah, Weird. that's how you make hip hop, bro. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, wait, what? You do other stuff? Uh, this collective was composed primarily of his friends and became known as CDP. The crew included affiliated artists such as Madlib's younger brother, oh no, Can Cook, Dudley Perkins, aka Declaim, Metaphor, and others. Wait, you said oh no, and then you didn't say who it was. You seem surprised. <laughs> who, what's his name? Uh, Madlib's first commercially released music was production for the rap group The Alcoholics in 1993. He went on to record uh, music of his own with the group Loot Pack. Their 12-inch EP Sack Move 
was released by Madlib's father in 1995. Uh, this record caught the attention of Peanut Butter Wolf, founder <laughs> of the Stone's Throw record. Label. Stone's Throw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they actually have some good stuff <laughs> that you would like. Probably. From, from people that you like, like Static Selecta. I might like his stuff from the 90s. I mean, Peanut Butter Wolf himself, like for the time, good stuff. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's what you're saying, like digging through crates of vinyl, but puts them together better than most. Hmm. But um, yeah, Stone's Throw, pretty good. Um, so all of these songs are from a very specific era of hip hop, which I am finding more and more interesting and amusing uh, since getting back into hip hop this last year and a half ish. Uh, mostly because of Kanye. Uh, yeah. Because when you look at when these came out and you look at the production that he's doing and then you look at the production that he's doing, you're like, one of these guys is very smart. The other Mad- isn't. <laughs> Madlib, yeah. Good old Otis. One of these people knows how to do proper samples of old shit. The other one doesn't. <laughs> yeah. The other one has a computer. <laughs> Uh, all right, so first song on here, we've got Money Folder by Mad Villain off of Mad Villainy. This is track 11, three minutes and two seconds. Uh, Mad Villain was an American hip-hop duo consisting of two MCs and producers, MF Dune and Mad Lib. Uh, debut, their debut album, Mad Villainy, was met with critical acclaim for its unique approach. Their short songs, obscure lyrics, and lack of choruses, you know, all the things that people love. Uh, made for a sound that was generally unfriendly to commercial radio, but was lauded as a key aspect of their identity as an underground act. Yeah. Uh, Mad Villainy is the only studio album by American hip-hop duo, Mad Villain. Uh, the album was recorded between 2002 and 2004. Uh, while Mad Villainy achieved only moderate commercial success, it became one of the best-selling uh, Stone Throw albums. Peaked at 179 on the Billboard 200. You know, cracked the 200. All right. Good for them. In 04? <laughs> uh, Doom's lyrics on Mad Villainy are free associative. According to Stereo Gum, the album is about using sound to craft semi indecipherable vignettes that are situated somewhere between the real and the mythical. All the things that people love in lyrics. That's you know, what people look for. Semi-indecipherable vignettes. <laughs> yep. I mean, Olivia Rodrigo. That's what made her so successful. The Jonas Brothers. Need I say more? The newest Blink song. <laughs> One Direction. Oh, uh oh she don't know she's beautiful. What's that mean? Uh, despite originally featuring a more enthusiastic, excited delivery, the leak prompted Doom to go with a slower and more relaxed flow on the final <laughs> version of the album. Oh, huh. so he's all hyped up. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was going to go beast mode, and they are like, chill, <laughs> bruh. Chill. Uh, this move has been praised by various publications, including Pitchfork, which said that it was ultimately better suited than the original. I do find it very funny that I looked through doing all the research through this, I could not find a specific hip hop outlet that was praising these things. It's always that was st- it's not always white stereo gum, pitchfork. Yeah, yeah. It's all of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
The white liberals. <laughs> Love this. Uh, Money Folder is the debut single from this. It's insane to me that they decided this song would be a single. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's the hit. Jam. The single is backed by America's Most Blunted, uh, featuring Mad Lib's alter ego. What, how do we say this? Lord Quius? Quius? Oh, I don't know. That's uh, the, the quasi, so it would be Lord Quas. Lord Quas. Lord Quas. Yeah, it's pretty cool when rappers make alter egos. Yeah. Super cool. Like Kanye West. Yeah. What? That's his alter ego, right? <laughs> yeah, isn't it yay? So now it's just Kanye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Puff Daddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he just we know his name. real name's Devin's P. Diddy. favorite producer rapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like when Snoop Dogg changed his name to Snoop Lion <laughs> yeah. and then just didn't well, no, address no, no. it again. But and no, now it's he's a Snoop difference Dogg. between changing your name and I having know. an alter ego. You still have your name. That's the thing that bugs me about this. All right. Then Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines. <laughs> People loved Chris Gaines. Oh, oh, uh, what about the uh, the fucking other guy that uh, you were talking shit about last week? Cool Keith and Dr. Octagon? <laughs> People love Dr. Octagon. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, Don't shoot you with the space doo-doo pistol. <laughs> I love how the most famous people in hip-hop have alter egos, you know? Nicki Minaj and Roman. Uh, probably the most famous is Eminem, right? Slim Shady. Yeah. Oh, I forgot this one. <laughs> I was waiting on that one. I was waiting. I was waiting so long. Yeah, you know. <laughs> forgot. He nailed that. Yeah, he nailed that. Like the whole Fifty Cent, and they're not Fifty Cent, but the D Twelve. They all have alter egos. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> the Caniva, because he's conniving. Yeah. What about Bizarro? <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably his name's like Charles, but he goes by Bizarro. I don't know. Oh, he real... wasn't born Bizarro no. Adams the third. No, I don't know his real name. <laughs> it's like Stephen. Like Stephen, you're weird. He's like, am I bizarre? <laughs> um, all right. So this is what I've got for this, Devin. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Taking notes. Mad Libs. The way that he constructs, I, I, n- none of this made me look into more stuff. Just start there. Mm-hmm. But with this song particularly, the way that he constructs beats, I think it's interesting that there's two, which I think this plays into the fact that he's a DJ. There's two different types of beat makers, which he is the type that is not the normal. The type that mm-hmm. is the normal is that you make the beat in a way that puts the MC first. Mm-hmm. His beats on this is incredibly distracting to me. It's and it's jarring. like he does not care about any MC that's going to go over it. He's like, yep. this is the track. Just do, just try to figure it out. <laughs> yep. I, I 100% agree. And when we get to the third song, that comes into play. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I 100% agree. Now, with Pinata. And I would say, yeah, Pinata's different. I, it is different, he but put, when you compare that to Fetty and Alfredo, like oh, well, I'm ready to get there. Yeah, because that's the next thing. All right, so because the beat is distracting to me, it makes the rhyming idiotic in this song. It's the boringest. I had I looked up the lyrics to be like, what is he doing? And it's literally the boring, the most boring rhyming I have seen on a song. 
<laughs> and I'm just like, this, this is this is what we're this is what we're doing on this song, I guess. Like, yep. <laughs> and I again, I'm not. This is just off of these songs. I'm not basing it off of any other work. Yeah. Now the other thing that I notice with the way that he makes beats is that there's his way of doing it, and then for me, there's the much far superior version of what he wants to do, which is called The Alchemist. Because if you take a dive, which I have over the last year, I I have right now at least, I I for sure have two solid Alchemist mixes. I probably have another one that I've worked on. Because that's called prolific. The dude comes out with like six albums a year. Like yeah. it's insane how much work he does. Yeah. But when you listen to his like own albums, they're like, oh yeah, the what you're making for the beat, the music, that's important. When you listen to every other album that he puts out with an artist, it's like he takes a set ba- seat back and is like, no, we're gonna put you first, yeah. and I'm gonna work around you. Yeah, he's not gonna find a cluttered sample. No, like God damn it. like that Russian roulette album is a good example by Alchemist. Like, yeah. the, one of the only ones he actually raps on, and it's made of Russian folk music, and it's not too cluttered when it counts. No, you know, like he adds in the little flourishes of what you'd expect when you hear Russian folk music samples at the right times, but it doesn't go throughout the entire song. No, and it's like no. it it gives me more listening to this it gives me way more appreciation for the alchemist cuz I'm like what he's doing is so hard to do properly. Cuz yeah. when you listen to this it's so goddamn jarring it's like there's no flow to this song at all. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I don't know how the album sits as a whole cuz I've only listened to select songs from it to be like it's supposed to be good, right? Let me find some songs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if you need to listen to this album as a whole. You guys can tell me. Um, talk to, talk to me about this. Do you have anything on this? <laughs> uh, do you want something shorter first? Or do you want something? No, go. Just, go. Just, just talk. talk go. To go off, King. <laughs> go off, King. So yeah. this song, Filipino King. Yeah, Filipino King. <laughs> I, Pop off, Manny. <laughs> the first time listening to it, I was just like, I kind of zoned out the lyrics, and I just heard, heard the beat. I was like, all right, the beat's all right. And then just listening to it, then I finally paid attention to the lyrics, and I was just like, like you kind of said, it's all of it at once. It's like literally you're like, you have two people in the room. You're like, we're going to both play solos at the same time. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. John Mayer, you got to calm down. You got to give me some my time, too. And he's <laughs> like, no, I'm a solo. I don't care what you're doing. I'm a solo. And it's just like, all right, fine, whatever. But it, it, it's a lot going on. But it's like, I don't think I hated it as much as you guys did. Um. I, think I haven't did said work. what I think about it yet, but go ahead. <laughs> no. No, I see it in your eyes. You can't see my eyes. <laughs> he's looking straight. He's not even looking at me. He's just not even. Like, you're not even in the I room. I don't have my glasses on. I can't even see you. you. <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up? Seven. <laughs> but it, it's one of those. I, I, it's not my least favorite song on the, the mix. Okay. Um, but, but it works. Yeah. It works. Uh, it, I was, you know, I think it. In a weird way, just as Mike said, this is just a it's a unique style, this type of you know, just MF Doom and just, you know, his beats, too. It's just unique and it's just. It works for what it is for for this song. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Like I don't think it like I don't know if I'd go out of my way to listen to more of this. No. Yeah. So, yeah. What's your my, relationship with this album, Devin? Um, I like MF Doom. Okay. I don't like Mad Lib, 
in general. And when he came out with that Freddie Gibbs album, I gained a new respect for him because of that album and went back and listened to some other stuff that he had been involved with and realized that I still don't like him. <laughs> um, as far as RJ like saying it works, I don't think it does because of these reasons. <laughs> if the mixtape is uh, an introduction to some for somebody for MF Doom, this is bad representation of MF Doom. <laughs> if it's an introduction to somebody that likes MF Doom, they're not going to like this song with MF Doom. So I don't know who this would be for unless you just like Mad Lib in general. And in that case, if it is just that you like Mad Lib, this might be the best representation of Mad Lib within this category. But if you're highlighting him as a DJ or a producer, you could point to that Pinata album as a better example to introduce somebody to Mad Lib and say, this is what he's capable of. And then pick and choose some other songs. There's some other songs on this Mad Villainy album that are, that are fine, but I don't like this album in general. I oh, never did. This was a, was a popular one. The only two that I liked, or there's three that I like, but one's like a compilation. Hmm. Um, I like mm Food. I like Operation Doomsday. And there's Special Herbs Volume 1, which is, uh, I think it's a collection of singles that has some interesting songs on it. And that's really it for MF Doom's like solo stuff. I, I guess it's solo stuff. Um, then his other projects that he does with other people, I like some better than others. Some really suck, but, uh, this song, it, it's fine. Like as far as other songs on the album, yeah, maybe it is th- maybe the best single to put out, but I, I don't <laughs> think it's the best song on that album. And, uh, yeah. Uh, but to the rest of the mix, it works with the rest of the mix because the rest of the songs are along the same vein. Yeah. Musically, like stylistically, the type of people that listen to this would like the rest of the songs. You know, So if it's for that person that likes Mad Lib, the rest of it is pure Mad Lib and what he does. You know, I think in my notes, I forgot to mention this. It was, I listened to it first, okay. I listened to it more, not okay. <laughs> so okay. I thought I needed to say that. So I got bored of the song, and I was just like, "All right." First time I heard it, I was just like, <laughs> "Damn thing!" Yeah. And then, and then I put they talked at the end. That's what I put <laughs> at the end of my notes. So yeah. well, that is one thing when I when I make mixtapes. I don't know if you guys do it, but if there's something at the end like that, you have to be very particular with it. I don't. Yeah, I don't like it unless it somehow flows into the beginning of the next one, no. which has happened before, but. I usually don't pick songs because of that. If there's like a phone call at the end, with the exception of that Rod Wave song that you picked, yeah. which I actually liked the phone call. If there's well, fucking gunshots. <laughs> also the funky flute at the end of that song. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to have that. Yeah, it's just they're like out of, outside of a car just talking, and it somewhat works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's worth it for that song Yeah. <laughs> either way. Still, not my favorite flute song but you know. <laughs> mike that was a pretty good flute song <laughs> yeah uh, all right so moving on we've got closer by quasimodo off the further adventures of what were we saying lord quas lord quas lord quas uh track number eight three minutes and two seconds so we've got a side project which features an alter ego do you understand mm-hmm. how 
stupid this is. Garth Brooks featuring Chris Gaines. <laughs> it's like God. this is so goddamn stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like I looked up like this just to see who this was and it was just like it was him but he sometimes puts his original self with it too and I was like what the fuck does this mean? And I just he just like you know higher pitched his vocals and he raps normally oh, yeah. with it. And there's the too. interactions between Mad Lib and Lord Quas, and yeah. I'm just like, this is God. I'm gonna fucking shoot myself. Here. Almost schizophrenic in yeah. a way. Yeah, like a DJ. Like a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. Fucking DJs. Uh, Quasimodo side project. Mad Lib. Blah 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 blah. Uh, Quasimodo was uh, conceived one day in the studio when Mad Lib decided to rap on his own beat. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Madlib did not like the sound of his voice. Weird. Hmm. Uh, Maybe somebody else should do it. <laughs> so he decided to slow his rec- recorder down, rap slowly, then speed the recording back up to produce L- Lord Quas's distinctive high pitched voice. Yeah, that's that's a that's that's how that's how everybody does it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, because there's like West Side Gun, who's just that's just his voice, and it sounds infinitely better than this fucking dumbass thing. Even MC yep. PP Pants sounds better than this fucking <laughs> thing. MC Chris, yeah, hell yeah, I'll listen to MC Chris over any of this stuff all day game. long. <laughs> those beats are fat. <laughs> yeah, this is MC Chris though. <laughs> uh, Quasimodo's lyrics frequently uh, address themes such as violence and drug use in comedic fashion. And the character of Lord Quaz has been interpreted as a satirical take on gangster rap. Hmm. Pretty cool. Satire. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> uh, the Further Adventures of Lord Quaz is the second studio album from Quasimodo. Um, yeah, so I'll just tip my hat here. This is the only song on this mix that works for me. Wow. And it's only because I'll say I'll say the only reason is because the beat is consistent. <laughs> Cuz he made it for himself. Yeah, it's just it's it's this it's almost the same beat the entire time. And yeah. the beat is actually pretty close to a Blackstar beat. I can't remember who the producer is on Blackstar, but it's pretty close to something you would have heard on that which is what like 6 years earlier. I think that came out like 98 or something. Yeah. Uh so the only reason why I like this song is because the beat, I understand it hmm. for being like, this is a consistent hip hop wow. style beat. Right. Everything else that he's doing on it, I don't like. When the high pitched voice comes in, I'm just like, shoot me now. I'm out. Especially <laughs> when you know that it's not his actual voice. Yeah. And it's manipulated to sound like that. Ooh. Yep. Um, <laughs> I. I felt the opposite. I did not like this one, and I felt like the first one was less jarring than this one. Oh, really? No, this yeah. one's less jarring to me just because the beat's simple and just stays the course. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was like it was too simple, and it might be because like I know the style of these guys, MF Doom, yeah, and this style of rap, uh, and it was like overly simple. Like yeah. simple beats can be really good. Like. Yeah. But not this one, you know. <laughs> this one was missing too much. There's too much blank space, and like, it was very jarring for me. And I did not like this one. And then his voice, and then just I, I don't like the whole Quasimodo thing at yeah. all. I never did. Never understood it. Yeah, I, I think it's funny that he's making fun of a hitchback or hump. Or, uh, yeah, hunchback <laughs> in Notre hunchback Dame that has yeah. Down syndrome. <laughs> 
Yeah. The most honorable downs we've ever had. And he's going to be like, I'm going to lower my voice and sound like a bridge troll. Dick. So What's wrong with you? So insensitive. I think the first song or the first. Yeah. The first song has a insensitive ins- insensitivity uh, lyric towards uh, Chinese people. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Might be my favorite RJ. song. Man. How do you feel? Um, so this song, I, I'm going to be honest, just going into seeing what, like, who who is this Lord Quas? <laughs> who is this as a person? And I was like, oh, it's just you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I didn't hate this song. I kind of enjoyed this song. I literally put in there, like the beat, like it all. Um, there was talking. Um, mm-hmm. And I put MC Chris. Those are all my notes. So I think we're all on the same page, but I think I like this one a lot more than the original song. Because I've listened to this one as many as a, times as I did the other one. The first song I kind of just got bored with. Yeah. This one I was like, I still like this one. Mm. All, right, all right. So he says, don't mind me. I wrote this rhyme lightly. So, so, so Ooh, good. Ooh, the Heine so one. So good right there. Yeah, here you go. Oh, this is the Heine. Off of two or three heinies. Heinies. Yeah. And boy, I was they fine. G. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So clever there. Oh, oh. One black. I know. Yeah. <laughs> one Spanish. <laughs> and one Chinese. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love the Chinese. <laughs> Great. And Great the lyrics scheme. there. Great yeah. rhyming. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Two or three high knees. <laughs> you think he's talking about Heinekens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. They're no. butts. Yeah, little, little boys. Little boys. Multi- <laughs> multi-cult. Yeah, he didn't say they're women. No. Yeah. We don't know anything about MF2. Yep. <laughs> one little black boy, one little Spanish boy, one little Chinese boy. Wears the mask so he doesn't get, you know. <laughs> yeah. Can't catch a pedophile if he wears a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. Genius. <laughs> uh, MF rem- Megan's Law. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Matt said on the podcast a couple weeks ago, I think, about like standing up in an airplane and being like, I am a reformed pedophile or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something to that extent. I forgot what uh, it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. What were they talking about? They're saying like uh, just accusing somebody of being a pedophile. Oh, uh, BattleBots. Yeah, nope, yeah. that was a completely different podcast I was listening to. I have been watching BattleBots on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was saying that they like they want to make the ultimate BattleBot that will beat all the other ones. Yeah, where it just comes up of the screen with the picture of the guy that is driving the other robot and says, "This man is a pedophile. Yeah. This man is a pedophile," <laughs> and then he gets arrested and you win the BattleBot <laughs> match. And then the uh, like the only other person that could beat him is a BattleBot with a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this man is a pedophile. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of you standing up in a, in a crowd and being like, you can't get caught as a pedophile if you're wearing a mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> MF Doom told me that. <laughs> yeah, I write shit off of Heinies too. <laughs> um, all right, so moving on, we've got The Heist by J Lib off of Champion Sound. Track nine, three minutes and five seconds. Uh, J Dill is on this song, right? Jay Dill, yeah. I, I don't know if he. Uh, okay. Did he just. Pr- I, I don't. Nothing sounds like Jay Dilla on this song. <laughs> That's what. It's I a little confusing because he, he's a okay. producer as well. There was one album where 
I think he raps on this one. On this song? It might be this one. Um, On the J-Lib album, they switch off song by song. uh, One person producing and one person rapping. And I'm pretty sure this one said it was produced by Mad Lib. So that means J-Dilla's rapping. Okay. Another person who should not be rapping. Because it doesn't sound like J-Dilla to me. No, it's Mad Lib. (laughs) Uh, Champion Sound is the only album from J-Lib. Um, blah blah blah. Half the album. Uh, the album was first of the Mad Lib duo collaboration albums made of the two thousands. Uh, J Lib began in two thousand when DJ J Rock of the Beat Junkies gave a CD of unused instrumental tracks to J Dilla and Mad Lib. Mad Lib then recorded vocals over these beats and labeled them J Lib. What? Yeah, rejected beats. Oh God, this is why. Yes. This song sucks so much. Yes. Okay. That's what I was saying about <laughs> Mad Lib style. Uh, Stone's Throw placed one of these recordings as the B-side of a promo 12-inch for Mad Lib single under the name J-Lib. Uh, the pair recorded a champion sound in separate cities. Um, the two met only once before uh, or during this time when Mad Lib was recording in Detroit for Jay Dilla's album on MCEA Records. Um the album was released in 2003 after much delay due to leaks and bootlegs. Um, so I'm, I'm, I like Jay Dilla, but I did not hear Jay Dilla, the Jay Dilla that I know on this. Uh, maybe it's because the beat just sound like a, a Dr. Dre beat that he didn't use. Yeah. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah. Like a, like a unused bad beat Dr. Dre beat nobody, from the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Some beat that somebody made that nobody wanted yeah. <laughs> and then somebody's like well these are sitting here we should we can't sell them we should probably just put vocals from somebody that doesn't rap on them <laughs> and then sell it to our record label to fulfill our record contract yeah yeah it is funny that mad lib is rapping but he's a producer mm-hmm. and then you watch that kanye documentary and they're like you don't get to be a rapper, Kanye. You're a producer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until he's like, no, I can do it, guys. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Dumbasses like Mad Lib. Yeah. Like, I can rap too. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> Point in case, Mad Lib did this in 2004. <laughs> and look how it turned out for him. 197 on the top 200. <laughs> uh, RJ, what year did College Dropout come out? Oh, Is it 04 or 05? I think it's 04. 04? Yeah. It's just insane yeah. to me that you just listen, listen, listen to those songs. And you're like, this is what we've got to compare to at this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <in> Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. But still Kick Lupe push. Fiasco. Kick push. Kick push. Coast. Uh, and then Eminem's Encore was out that year, too. Oh, yeah. The classic. No, that was a terrible, <laughs> terrible. Don't you dare turn your back on a Slim Shady. Yeah, that was terrible. My new favorite rapper, (laughs) some shady. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on this, RJ? All right. So, in my notes, I love how unlike descriptive I was. Usually, that's how how it is. But um, I just put they told the story. I love these notes. What was the story? I, I Tell us know. about it. I, I can't even but pay attention to the lyrics. Yeah. Read me a story, like, RJ. I was like, they told the story. Yeah? And literally, I didn't even go into more detail about that. And I was like, this song got annoying, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, they're sort of talking. 
<laughs> so that's all I have in my notes. I just remember I think I liked this one for a little bit, and then I listened to it like two, three times, and I was like, ah. I think it's the beat and the way that they presented everything that I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't, I'm not for this one. Yeah. This is what really bothers me about just the, the concept of underground hip hop. Because one, I don't think it exists today. I don't think that there's such thing as underground hip hop anymore. I think there's just artists that are unknown. Uh, I don't no, know. There's atmosphere. Like underachievers. They're like, but there's not people out there sharing mixtapes that no one's heard before. That's just through word of mouth. That's underground yeah. hip hop. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too tuned into like the whole Dat Piff Spinrilla thing. Like I know that people release a lot of shit on there, and a lot of it becomes popular. But I don't know if that's really just a local thing, or if there's people that are like really looking out for the new Underachievers album and other groups like that like flatbush zombies and uh clockwork indigo but like i just don't consider that like it's underground hip-hop it's a different style but i think the style has just changed because like underground hip-hop like this this isn't really there's homeboy sandman but what he's what bothers me about that term back then was just like if you weren't mainstream doing mainstream things it didn't matter if you were good or not yeah it just sounds like if you were doing something somewhat different, you were underground hip hop and you probably seemed cool if you knew about it because it wasn't mainstream. Yeah. Which is why that stuff doesn't exist anymore. Like an average person who listens to hip hop knows drill rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's not like a weird thing that only certain people know about that style of music. Yeah, because SoundCloud is so at the forefront now and streaming services in general, you know, like people don't have to go through record labels anymore. So the, that's why I think the, the majority of this underground stuff from back then it's just it's shit to me because it was just popular because it was not the normal and the decade that it was popular in sucked for music. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of another like music scene to compare it to but there's really nothing like alternative rock is a whole thing. Where like you don't have underground alternative rock you in just the have... early in the late eighties and the early nineties when grunge was emerging you had it then yeah but that, that doesn't and exist they were, anymore but they were good oh yeah I know yeah <laughs> like better than Nirvana yeah I know <laughs> yeah so I don't know like I don't know what it is I don't know what the whole like atmosphere scene it came and went like the whole Minnesota hip hop scene like. Yeah, because most <sighs> yeah. deaf is technically an underground hip hop artist. The dude has like yeah. one album and Black Star, and that's it. But people only know him because he's an actor. That legitimately, yeah. most people know him because he's an actor. Yeah, and I guess you could say like the all the side projects of Wu Tang, like anything that's not Wu Tang but has one of the members in it, is kind of underground hip hop. Oh yeah. You know, like the Ghostface albums with uh, Adrian Young or Sour Soul with right. uh, Bad, Bad, Not Good. You know, the Jizza, Liquid Swords. Like, those were all underground hip-hop albums of the time. They weren't getting radio play. But then ODB got fucking tons of radio play. Oh, yeah. Method Man found a friend and made movies. I think <laughs> I think there's still an underground. For hip-hop? I don't think so, Okay, man. okay. Because all these artists you're speaking of are older now. 
So there's probably a new generation of new stuff that we just don't know about because they're so underground. No, you've got 16 year old rappers who are huge. Yeah, That's yeah, but the ones saying, underneath dude. them that are 15. Oh, you heard it here. RJ's on the internet looking it. for 15 year olds. <laughs> I'm legally not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> but it's the same, I, to me, it's the same point that I've made before, which is I don't think that selling out is a thing anymore. No, no. They're like, if you can make a song popular, you're you're the new hit thing. I just yeah. don't think kids give a fuck. No. They're like, I don't give a fuck if I sell. I'm going to go steal my parents' <laughs> like Adderall. And- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm on TikTok, bro. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> well, selling famous. out is like selling out is so much easier now to get away with because when you dictate what your music sounds like and how you release it, you don't, you're not at, you're not beholden to these record labels who thought that they knew what the public wanted in the first place. So sellouts before would produce their records in a way that producers like Rick Rubin, who's a good one, yeah. would would say, oh, the people will like this. Do this. Make American Idiot. It yeah. will be huge. And the general people that liked, in that example, Green Day from before, don't like that new shit. But it's catered towards like a more mainstream audience. So that doesn't really happen anymore. Because of the selection that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Joey Badass, he's not mainstream, nor will, I don't think he ever will be, but he's not underground. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Same with fucking Earl Sweatshirt, like, on tour yeah. right now. Like, Odd Future is probably the last one. Maybe, like, Brockhampton? But even it's their still... last album was fucking gigantic. It was yeah. huge last year. Well, yeah. even, even just, like, as I mentioned to it as a joke, but seriously... But even Atmosphere, Atmosphere's not an underground rapper anymore. No. People yeah. know the name. Yeah. yeah. That's I why know. I just don't think it exists anymore. There are certain artists that are still underground, but the thing is, there's like a, a guy named Billy Woods, and there's Homeboy Sandman, but Billy Woods is very different from Homeboy Sandman, but they're underground as in not a lot of people know them. A John Wayne is another one. They're not like huge artists and the normal hip hop connoisseur would not li- would not listen to them or would not find them on their own yeah. unless they're seeking them out. Right. Which I guess is the only criteria that we have for like finding underground artists these days is like are you going to seek out other stuff like this or are you content with what you have? Mm-hmm. So the people that like the underground shit these days are seeking other things out. So they look at stuff like JPEG Mafia too, like more obscure stuff is what it's turning into rather than one uh, solid sound that we had with like atmosphere and stuff like that and idea and abilities right, back in yeah. the day. Yeah, I agree so with that. it's like you know, like there was a the, consistent underground hip hop sound. Yeah, so yeah. now underground hip hop is this broad spectrum from like you know Death Grips to XXX Tentacion. Yeah, you know, which is now mainstream. Yeah, he's strangely mainstream. Yeah, <laughs> but at the time before he died. He was like still underground because they weren't playing his shit on the radio, right? You know, so it, I think th- there is underground hip hop, but there's not a sound to underground hip hop. You know, I think the last of it ended. Yeah, I probably think it, with Odd Future. No, I think it was with the Whites. With the Whites? Yeah, it was White Stripes. <laughs> no, it was the the white rappers that slowed it down and were kind of singing rapping, and then what's his face died. And then that was the end of it. Oh, it became yeah. humongous after he died. 
Yep. Macklemore got huge after Mac Miller died. No, not Mac Miller. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, what's his face? Uh, fucking Newfound Glory even did a tribute to him. What? Um, why can't I think of his name? They made a White rapper that died? Little Peep? Yeah, Little Peep. Oh, yeah, yeah Little Peep in that scene of music was the end, I think. Cause, yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, probably... I'm not going to say how I know the person, but oh, yeah. he's he's in that their GCB thing, um, that or yeah, the Goth Boy Click, yeah, which doesn't exist anymore and was for a time because there's white kids that got into rap and but now it's so mainstream that's like Ghostman hardly even rapped on his last album. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so next song here we've got low class conspiracy by quasimodo again off of the unseen track number seven two minutes and 26 seconds uh the unseen was a debut album from quasimodo uh made in 2000 uh madlib took mushrooms for a month while creating the album it was co-mixed by cut master kurt and peanut butter wolf the cover was designed by jeff jank the song low class conspiracy was on the soundtrack for the video game tony hawk's underground that's funny that they just put Tony Hawk's underground. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I wrote, this is my only note for this song. Shoot me DJ scratching. <laughs> I just fucking hate it. And it's everywhere in the song. And I don't like it. Boy, if I got an incubus song for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, um, I don't like Quasimodo. <laughs> this is a good example of why. Yeah. <laughs> and um this is a bad example of taking mushrooms cuz <laughs> much better than this. I'm sure he thought he sounded sounded great. <laughs> I'm sure he did. But he took the wrong mushrooms. He took the Amanitas muscaria. He needs the cubensis. He just had a portobello. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like a store bought mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> They made a burger with a mushroom. <laughs> Crazy. Bro, I've been I'm, on these mushrooms yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's like, can I refill your water? He's like, hold on, I'm rapping right yeah. now. I'm just making lyrics. Oh, I just found the sick bar. Can I get some more blue cheese for these portobellas? Mm. Yeah. Uh, RJ. Portobello can barely uh, smell you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back to like song number two. I didn't hate it. Song number four. I didn't hate it. I think you know, I think I like this Quasimodo. Oh, um, I didn't hate it. I was like, I kind of liked it. I liked the beat. I like you know him on helium. It was fun. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just my Slim Shady like all over again. So it's I'm so funny because it. producers now know how to take that high pitched voice because they'll take a sample and they'll pitch the voice up super high on it. And it works so well yeah. now. Frank sh- Ocean's Nikes. Yeah, you shouldn't be rapping like that. You yeah. just take a sample and do it like that. <laughs> yeah, you don't do the whole song. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I just, I, I enjoy this one. Mm, all right, interesting. I think I just, I did you not get it as... can suck each other off. Like yeah, <laughs> get that cream. Yeah, he hasn't had my coconut milk for the last couple of weeks, and Ooh. he's like, sorry, they're sold out. I was like, we'll do better. Oh, you've been giving him that coconut milk? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> island boy. Yeah. I'm an island boy. I've been giving that island boy milk. Shooting my coconuts. Hey, we're all mostly island boys. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm from Ireland. Yeah. Ireland boy. Yeah. All, the island of just the redhead gays. No. Oh, yeah, there's one. There's only one. I'm sorry. I, I was mistaken. Sorry, Devin. No. I didn't want to offend you. It is funny that they, it used to not be pronounced Ireland. It used to be pronounced Ireland. Ireland? Yeah, which is very... I mean, Ireland. Ireland. That's probably just how they say it in Ireland. Yeah. Like I was saying with Alemania in Germany. I don't know if they do anymore. Like Wales used to be pronounced Wallies. <laughs> Wally. Wallies. Wallies. Well, Welsh are fucking weird people. Oh, yeah. Like the names that they have for their towns, like they have one that's uh it's like 42 letters long and it's all letters that don't go next to each other. Yeah, it looked like Gaelic for sure, but like Welsh for sure sounds elvish. When you hear yeah. them say it, you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Insane. You got a magic tongue. <laughs> How'd you do that? Yeah, I'll go on a mini rant here. I watch a lot of like Vikings TV shows. I really like Viking TV shows. Mm-hmm. And watching Valhalla. Oh yeah, it's good. Okay. Uh, I Last Kingdom is my favorite Viking TV show. Uthred, son of Uthred. Okay, yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, but um. It's bananas to me how much uh, divisiveness and war happened over these dumbass islands that have terrible weather. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the Swedes love that. <laughs> but yeah. they went there. The, they, the Danish came down there because they're like, there's trees here. Legitimately, yeah. they were like, there's trees. Yeah, because they've never <laughs> seen Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's just bananas to me. Like, even Rome was like, these islands are ours. <laughs> yeah. These are our yeah. islands. Fucking when they're fucking next to boys. the Mediterranean. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Who gives a fuck about these dumbass yeah. islands that are over here? <laughs> but look at the, oh, the grapes. We're going to make so much stuff out of these grapes. <laughs> Yeah, and even when you're, even if you like separate the Romans, you're like, why do the Danes and the Vikings give a fuck about those islands? Okay, there's that. Yeah. And then when you're on the islands, you're like, they give a fuck enough to be like, nope, we're Saxons, we're Welsh, we're Scots, and we're Irish. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're not all one people. We yeah. care about these islands so much. Yeah. <laughs> white? Yeah, exactly. We're all white. <laughs> what is white? I don't know what that means. I am Saxon. You are Irish. Yeah. I fucking hate you exactly. because you're Irish, yeah, bitch. Because you're 20 minutes away from me on a different island. Yeah. You're a completely different species. Yes. <laughs> These dumb fucks over yeah. that island. It makes yeah. me so mad. Well, you know, they found uh, evidence recently that the Vikings actually made it to the United States over oh, in yeah. New England area yeah. before well before. You know, before the other whites. That's what's cool about in Valhalla, uh Leif Erikson's a character in Valhalla. Yeah. And it's insane to me. Like again, they're fighting over these dumbass islands when they've and uh, God, history is so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. The Danes were already inhabiting Iceland and Greenland. And they yeah. were still like, no, we want these islands. And like, yeah, you're fucking, you already have two other, Greenland's gigantic. Yeah. You already had that. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about Greenland. Go get Jerusalem. It's fucking tight. <laughs> you have Iceland <laughs> and Greenland. And they're like, no, we want these islands. And that's yeah. also fucking stupid to be like, to just in my head, when I was thinking about Leif Erikson the other day, I was just like, because it's just stupid to me to be like, oh, Christopher Columbus discovered the United States. When it's like. 
Danes were already in Greenland. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. They just would have went down a couple of hours and been in Canada and then a couple of more hours into the United States. Like, it's just stupid to think that, like, no one, when I was a kid, was like, you know, the Danes were already in Greenland, <laughs> like, a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> yeah. <just> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they just finally, they just, like, found a place. They're like, this is different than the place we're from. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. 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 Because I, I can relate to, you know, like, <laughs> If my neighbor's house like got left alone and I could just go in there and be like, this one is mine now. <laughs> like, hell yeah. I got two houses. <laughs> That's tight. Maybe this other neighbor will leave their house today. Yeah. I can take that one too. <laughs> yeah. There there was a nice little uh, I think joke by Robin Williams on one of the stand ups where he's like you can just be like animals and just pee on stuff. You're like, mine now. Yeah, go into your neighbors and start peeing on the couch. Be like, "This is mine. <laughs> this is mine now." Thanks. They, they definitely won't want it after that. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be yours. Well, that's one of my favorite things about. Uh, I've listened to it one and a half times because it's, it's fucking Dan Carlin. But the Celtic Holocaust one that he has is so goddamn interesting because the the goals, which is essentially all of the people that were there. Anyone that was like Danish, German, Swedish, Saxon, Irish, they were just like the goals essentially. And that whole kingdom, fucking, they found goal stuff in Hungary and Turkey and shit. So, like, they were just literally like, this is all ours, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking Caesar was like, I want like, more. Actually, it's not <laughs> yours anymore. <laughs> I found out the other day, I was reading about the uh, Salem witch trials for some reason. I was watching some, I don't know, probably some dumb show. And, uh, like, what's your view of the Salem witch trials? Like, what do we think it is? Men were irritated at their wives and called them witches and yes. found a reason to kill them. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of like the general consensus. I think there was just as many men that were killed for witchcraft than there were women. In the witch trials in Salem, in specific. Oh, so just the special needs men? <laughs> no, it was some old oh, dudes. Oh, no, I guarantee. I can't. I mean, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably a few Walmart greeters there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And probably men, people started to live longer, and they were probably getting, like, uh, more and more sick and not understanding what was happening to them. Be like, it must be a witch. I don't, yeah, yeah, don't want to deal with them anymore. Witchcraft. This guy's living until he's fucking 65. Yeah. What's going on here? So like, what's up with this ginger? Yeah. Doing things with guys. Don't yeah. get me started on how the gingers have been persecuted for <laughs> our entire existence. And any campaign that we try to start, you know, to get ginger independence will be laughed at. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just the, like... People still make fun of, you know, we're not allowed to say it, but we really are midgets. <laughs> we're not allowed to, you know, make fun of them. But it's like, they're not rising up. If they rise up, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> if gingers rise up and be like, you need to stop making fun of us for red hair or pale skin or freckles. It's like, ha ha, idiot. We're going to keep doing it. Can we just respect Carrot Top for a minute? No, <laughs> no one will ever respect Carrot Top. It's a detriment to ginger society. Come, come on, Ron Weasley—he's a wizard. 
Barely. It's a <laughs> failure of a wizard. He's no Harry Potter. No. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not a witch. I'm not gay. Um, all right, and then we've got this last song. So I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you guys. Uh, these two songs, suddenly the mix ends for me. I've listened to this mix at least six times this week. I cannot tell you anything about this last song because it literally goes from this Quasimodo song, and I'm like, yep, this is the Quasimodo song, and then suddenly the mix ends. This song plays, but it sounds exactly like the song before to me. So I have no notes on it. I just know that the mix <laughs> ends. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> this is another song that is on the Mad Villainy album. Yes, Raid. That, and it is surprisingly not as good as the first one. <laughs> yeah. RJ, do you have any notes on this one? <laughs> Hey, okay, you know I told you how descriptive my notes were, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one was okay. That is all yeah. I fucking <laughs> put in there. It's a I nothing think I, song. No, because I got to it and I was like, this one's okay. Like, you know, but I don't, like, they're like, okay, what part stood, stood out to you? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but it was okay. Who's I think they? I, no, I just, okay. I have this little <laughs> intermittent monologue thing. Okay. Yourself. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it also refers okay. to things as like, Ours or mine, <laughs> like oh, like the Atlanta Falcons be like my Falcons didn't win. It's like that's not your Falcons. I, I had somebody yell at me at the bar. I went to next door. So to, this to is my, my beer, and I was like, just like, actually no, I bought that, and I've been drinking. It. And I said something. I'm like, yeah, my coffee republic, and he's just like. Oh, you're the it's, owner? It's not yours. And I was like, <laughs> don't call me out on that shit. I know the owner. I know the owner, too. Yeah. Damn it. I got his phone number. I can call him right yeah. now. You're just full on Gollum. Yeah. Yeah, your daily life. <laughs> no, you, you know how <laughs> Alpha... You know, coffee shop. <laughs> you, you know what? I should have alpha him. Be like, my meal's comped because the owner likes me. <laughs> Where's your free meal? My precious pizza. <laughs> <laughs> No one else is going to have my pizza and Devin beer. just messaged me, let's get pizza and beer. <laughs> if you want pizza and beer. Yeah, um, yeah but this song, okay. <laughs> I was like, I didn't hate it. There's other songs I didn't like, but I was just like, this one was okay. I don't know what stood out to me, but uh, I, I don't think I have anything that did. No, it, I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, favorite, least favorite, favorite artist. For Devin, he said five four for favorite song, least favorite song. Um, favorite song one, least favorite two. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> for Mike, he said favorite song three, least favorite four. Favorite song is two, least favorite is four. Oh, okay, okay all right. All right, and then for RJ, uh, he said favorite song is one, least favorite is three. I picked four as my favorite, and three is my least favorite. So he got one right. Oh, one. But he don't know me. Six. You don't know me at all. Yeah, you don't. You don't know me, milkman. No, you think you know, but you have no idea. You know, you know how I was gonna say that my inner monologue that I have, the milkman doesn't even exist. It's just all. Oh my god! It's just you. It's just me. My milkman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna finish one more quote. By the, the just, oh, just, quote. Just, right. just, just, just By the better be deep. Is this a milkman quote? <laughs> yes, this is a milkman. Ooh. He All said, right. clearly Madlib has more acclaimed works 
than these five songs. <laughs> Clearly. Mm, <okay. laughs> okay. This playlist just captures a moment in time for me and is a heavy on things that make Mad Lib truly special. Unconventional sampling with progressive arrangements, throwback beats often featuring obscure jazz and soul records, and collaborations with rappers as unique and genius as the production themselves. Hmm. Okay. I can respect the first part. What's the first part? The first part that it was uh, a moment in time for him. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's nostalgic thing. Yes. Yeah. Great. This is like I get that. Devin with uh, No Doubt and Blues Travelers. And you mean good? Yeah. Dave good Matthews music, band. though. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because we mentioned it. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah. That's you. Yeah. I'll never put Weird Al in a mix. Devin, what was your first concert? It was Weird Al. Weird Al's Star Wars tour. <laughs> He did Yoda. <laughs> song Yoda in the tune of Lola. Oh. I O D A Yoda. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Dang. Not... <laughs> he came out into the crowd. He was right next to me. Oh, yeah. California State Fair. 97. I don't know when it was. Probably it was 97, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I can respect the first part of that. Honestly, where he's just saying like these songs are reminiscent of a time when maybe he found new music um, and he something at something at some point he latched on to. Um, I can also relate to him saying that uh, that they're unconventional beats <laughs> and using like jazz and soul, uh, you know, elements to it. Cool. I I agree. If you don't know about other rap that exists, and then if to that I would say, go find other rap that exists and other producers such as Alchemist that we were talking about or Party Supplies, and see what they've done with the same genre and how much further you can go with it. Or even look into like, like uh, Mike, you showed us like the the Southern stuff um, and like the what was is Future from Oakland. Nice. Or is he a Atlanta. southern guy? He's the Atlanta guy. Yeah, so like that Atlanta stuff, we have a, a preconceived notion of what Atlanta rap is or southern rap is mm-hmm. from the 2000s. And then Future comes out and changes our notion of that. And then a lot of the other dudes from the south that you put on there, like I would challenge you to go, you milkman, to go listen to these other styles of hip-hop and find the same things that you liked in this and see how other people have done it better. But it is it, it is true that this is a mix that is probably similar to one of our mixes that we made in the first 10 mixes of the podcast. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Because a lot of those like early mixes that we made it were all nostalgic mix, mixes. He's working backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to give you a little grace there, Milkman. Yeah. It's hard, Milkman. It's hard. Yeah. It is hard. We've had a lot of practice at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. We are good at what we do. <laughs> I did tell him just make a mix like you I would make a mix. He's like, gotcha. <laughs> no thought at all. Okay. Yeah, no thought at all. <laughs> find a fruit you like. <laughs> and then find songs that mention that fruit. I can't wait till he goes further back and he's like, Wow, these were shitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> find a song that mentions Elvis. Ooh, that was a good one. (laughs) Classic (laughs) RJ. Do that five more times. (laughs) You got yourself a mix. Five more mix. I'm giving you recipes here, Milkman. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, Milkman. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, not. I still think RJ holds my least favorite mix, Ooh, which, which is, is the boys to men mix. I, yeah. I still yep. agree that that's my least favorite mix. But the title yeah. was a banger. <laughs> it was. It was yeah. a great title. Boys to men. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that this comes in a second. To be honest with you, milkman. Oh, number two. Yeah. Congrats. Mm. So I'm going to give you a 2.8 here, Milkman. Oh. So. <laughs> um, I, I did. I was annoyed every time I listened to this. <laughs> <laughs> right, which one could you work out least to? Uh, yeah. None. Yeah. None in all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I could not start my workout listening to this. I had to strategically plan about 40 minutes in. To be like, okay, now I can listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Inconsistently warm up for 40 minutes, yeah. just doing random <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Just kicking rocks in the parking lot. Like, okay, now I can now I can work out. Um, I have the exact same score, 2.8 <laughs> out of 5. Um, and But hearing his explanation of it, like, I, I can respect that. You know, like... The the score just means that it's not for me, but that, the fact that he had justification for why he picked it, like I really do appreciate that because everybody has different fucking tastes in music. So you know, like a lot of people love Quasimodo. Like a lot of people that like the same music that I like love Quasimodo, and I never got into that shit. So it, he has reasons to back it up, and I can really appreciate that. And uh, if he hasn't listened to other stuff that he said that he liked about this, I would say listen to some other stuff and look into other types of hip hop. Um, or maybe he does like other types of hip hop and this is just what he prefers. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for me, listenability wise and everything and, uh, you know, I appreciate he put the milkman in the title, you know, the original title, no milkman. With the milkman, two point eight out of five. Yeah, I had some MF sway with that. Better, though. MF Cream is tight. <laughs> he gave me the first title, and I was like, "Your name needs to be in it somehow." Yeah. <laughs> RJ, how many times have you put your name in a mix? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. Multiple times, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, in one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So for this one. I'm going to answer from the milkman. Five out of five. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Obviously. Um, but for me, I okay. I do appreciate that it did have the title. I enjoyed that a lot. Two, it did have the, the madness of it. So it's like you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, that's cool. Songs. <laughs> I feel like those were all there. So the I don't. It had the madness. You know, <laughs> the madness. Our house in the middle um, of our street. Because if it was just that song, five times <laughs> over, like. That would be a genius mixtape because it's the band. That is madness, right? That is madness. Yeah. Five times. That's fucking madness. That is. Genius. I would appreciate <laughs> You're that. You're doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Sanity. Yeah. <laughs> madness. Um, but this song, like this mix in general, it, it did have all those things on there. It's Mad Lib. I don't know much into their discography to, to critique that as Devin would. But uh, it's, it's not for me even though I feel like it is kind of in the realm of it, like you know your mid Midwest, adjacent. well it is in those, those, but I don't listen to those, that anymore. I don't yeah. listen to POS. I don't Hell listen yeah. to Sims. 
Hell yeah. Um, I, that that was like probably 2007. RJ, <laughs> he's changed so yeah, much. It's, it's literally I went to better music like Eminem after that. Yeah. Um, uh, you he know, got uh, into Eminem uh, in 2007. Yeah. Underground <laughs> again. stuff. Again, <laughs> like, for like yeah. the sixth time. The same album, though, not the new stuff. Yeah, yeah, literally 1999, Real Slim Shady. Yeah. That's um, like me in like 2020 being like, I'm into corn, <laughs> but they're old stuff. Can, can you imagine Devin just randomly showed up with the ball necklace? And like the, the like the, bo- the the bowl cut hair that he had, and just like the bowl corn cut, shirt. It was a middle part, <laughs> showing up, be like I'm into corn again, heavy like, gel. Oh, there was so much gel, jinkos. I could never no, get no, jinkos. Oh, really? My mommy wouldn't let me. <laughs> I don't like the cartoons on the pockets. Yeah. <laughs> it's an alien, and he looks like he's on drugs. Yeah. Mom, I want to go to Hot Topic. I want to see your feet when you walk, Devin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust you. You look like a wizard like floating about. <laughs> I will have none of that black magic in my house. But because of my lack of knowledge of everything, I gave you a 3.3. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because it's like you know, I'm not going to listen. You to this did again. like the song. I did. There was one that I was like, I didn't <laughs> hate you. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of like that song. And then there was the quasi one. I was like, and I like that one. Some of me liked that first, and then you're like, now nah, I changed my mind. Oh, that. I'm so <laughs> amazed about that. I heard it. I was like, all right, all right. And then like the like, fourth time I listened to it, I was like, I don't know. What's yeah. this song again? Yeah. Replayability is a big, uh, mm. big factor. Um, I would also add. If you like this type of music and he and you haven't heard it or he hasn't heard You're it, talking to Mike, talking to the the world, man, <laughs> so it's fucking broadcasting the satellites, man. Um, Nehruvian Doom, which is Bishop Nehru and MF Doom, JJ Doom, Janiel Jarrell and uh, MF Doom, Doom Starks, which is Ghostface and MF Doom, three better like side projects to uh, check out. There is like the Danger Doom shit with a uh, Danger Mouse and MF Doom. Mike said that he didn't mind that. I yep. disagree, but it might be for you guys. <laughs> might be for somebody, um, or just you know, just strictly MF Doom. Like, or if you really want to get into the Mad Lib stuff, listen to that Pinata album, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Uh, it's nothing that. like any of these songs. No. It's literally no. nothing like any. It's completely different. And yeah. you see how much the MC makes a difference with a, a certain style of beat because he does a Mad Lib style beat, but he really caters it towards the MC in those. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, uh, there's other avenues to go. Um, Jay Dilla has a huge catalog of people he's worked with and people that have sampled him after his death that of things that you can look into and basically just other ways that people have used his music which are more interesting than a lot of stuff that he was responsible for when he was alive um there's other stuff to look into by these guys so if you like this stuff go check out that other stuff or go back into the underground hip-hop stuff and listen to like old atmosphere and idea and abilities and you might like that it's literally nothing like it's 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 what he's talking about that he liked 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's so yes. goddamn good. See, and it is the MCs <laughs> that make it. Yeah. But the, the production by Mad Lib, I can appreciate in those because it's everything that Milkman was saying that he likes. It's the unconventional sampling, which was unconventional at the time. It is more conventional now of like soul and funk and jazz samples, old jazz records. Oh, you mean put Kanye? into that in a tasteful way. Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Kanye's not for everybody. <laughs> that first album is. It's College Dropout? Yeah. Mm, That's I don't literally know. his most successful album. Yes, but I think now it is kind of dated. I think if you played that for uh, an 18-year-old that is into modern hip-hop, it would be dated. Whereas if you played... Yeah, because they're skits. Yes, yeah, that's a big part of it, yeah. But it, even, like, the beats, like, it is a little bit dated, but it's revolutionary, you know? No, I think it's classic. <sighs> I think yeah. it'll live on forever. I don't know. I think is other stuff will more so. I think in the future, the way hip-hop's moving, like, the other stuff will become, like, the... When you can only listen to his stuff through his special device that he has. He has a special device? Oh, you haven't seen that? No, I haven't is that seen his the beat documentary thingy that he has. Yeah, Donda Two is only available on a special device where yeah. you can make your own beats in there, and you can manipulate his songs. I like that a lot. No, yeah. his his device is it's an X Y pad, basically. Yeah. It's fucking cool looking. It looks like a um, Simon Says. Uh, so no, no, I, I saw him. He had, he oh, had somebody on like, it's a sequencer. Yeah. yeah, he had somebody on like Instagram, and he was just like standing there, and he's like. Here, play with this. <laughs> and the guy's like, what is it? He's like, just push a button. And he hits it. And he's like, oh, this is like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then Connie's like, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you figured it out. Yeah. And it was funny. That's interesting. I haven't seen that. I, uh, it's the only reason why you haven't heard Donda 2. Because <laughs> I don't have the device. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a cheat code. You have to figure out how to enter it to hear the album. That'll be interesting because that'll pave the way for other artists to make on like Spinrilla and Datpiff like their own mixtapes of the Donda Two album, mm-hmm. you know, and they can then rise up from there and make their own stuff and hopefully not rap on it and just produce, you know, stick to producing. <laughs> yeah, but that would that'll be interesting. I I don't know if I told you about it, but the band Pine Grove is doing yeah. an interesting thing where they put out on. Um, like through Instagram or social media, the sheet oh, yeah. music. I remember you telling us about and, this. Yeah, the lyrics and like the chords and other sheet music for their songs before they release the songs. And people would record their own versions of it, whether they're trying to figure out the way Pine Grove would do it or whether they're trying to make it their own. And there's so many different versions of all of these songs that are like all beautiful in their own way because people are putting their own influences into it and it really shows you like it's a whole interactive like music experience but it shows you how much of that person goes into the song so like with the donda stuff like if there's a button you can push on that and just play kanye's version compare and then compare and contrast to what other people do with the same given the same materials like that's really interesting to me yeah he's revolutionary yeah (laughs) yeah but he's not going to do that called dropout. I don't know. Maybe. I'd, I'd play with that college dropout device. <laughs> um, all right, gentlemen. All right. What, what 
kind of shit you got for us <laughs> next week? Well, I, I've, I've had this mix for a couple weeks. I was not going to release it now, but the milkman forced my hand. What kind of Norwegian bullshit hip-hop mix is this? I've got to release this mix now, milkman. All right. To prove a point, milkman. Ooh. Okay, milkman? Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. Hopefully this will be some education. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. All right. This mix, it's not going to matter to RJ because he never takes into my hard work into consideration for his scoring. That's no. true. He's already scoring you too. But yeah. this is, you're going to see the surface layer. There is more layers to this mix. Ooh, the surface like layer onion. is fantastic. You're going to be, oh. both of you guys are going to be beyond happy of the surface layer. It's like a seven layer dip. Ooh, or like sure. a Russian nesting doll. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or like a pyramid scheme. Yes. (laughs) Or an onion. But this this mix literally checks like three boxes for three separate mixes that I had into one mix. That is a fantastic mix that I made sure to have at least one hit on there for RJ. Yes. And then I made sure... (laughs) To have came. <laughs> a couple of songs that I'm positive you've never heard before, but you're Devin gonna love. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, all right. So I'm gonna give you the title, okay? All right. Um, it's a little, it's a little long, okay? All right, I like it. Devin likes this too. The days when the boys could be dogs. <sighs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay. 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 So I'm going to send this to you guys. Hope this is songs this is that are derogatory towards women. Very re-listenable and makes me okay. super happy well, every time I listen to this. Bahamin? Is Bahamin on there? Oh, we're, just wait. Who let the DMX. dogs out? He's, oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Now, yes. if you guys don't know... What it means for a pudding time? Mm-hmm. You're gonna find out what pudding time means. What's pudding time? Oh, you'll find out what pudding time. Oh man, is. <laughs> I like this a lot. Oh, the second song. Ooh-y. Oh, <laughs> it maybe has the greatest opening line to a hip hop song I have ever heard. Ooh. RJ, do you want to spoil it right now, or do you want to wait? I still haven't got it. You haven't gotten it? No. You want me to, can I, do you want me to play the opening? You can play the opening. Of track two. Track two. All right, here we go. Listen. Hey, yo, life's a bitch, so I marry one. There we go. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. In love with the bitch. They're very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> it's... One of my favorite mixes that I've made because mm. it brings a smile to my face because you listen to it and you're like, this is probably the most lyrically heavy mix I've made so far because <laughs> you find these gems in there, <laughs> these lines oh. that these guys had. Or did you get it yet? No, I didn't get it yet. God damn it. God damn it. You're Can you send it to him? Just, just to him? Yeah. Devin? I mean, I guess I don't know how to do this fucking science. Um, we do this your every, phone, RJ. We do this every week, David. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just sent it to you. Okay. Um, so uh, I got Devin's. Okay. So 
I don't know if you came across this song in your journey, <laughs> but it just it's very yeah, reminiscent. I got the hit on there for you, RJ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Right. <laughs> it's very reminiscent of okay. this song to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm excited about this. <laughs> right about now, in the place to be. Too short, baby. Getting real funky with the motherfucking dangerous crew, bitch. With that old school. Too short, baby. I'm so oh, hard. these are nasty. Oh, hold on. But I'm not here to tell you about me. I got a little story about a nasty freak. She's the kind of girl you think about in bed. Blow job. Oh, no, no. We've got lines in one of these songs about she's such a whore that she'll let you rape her. Man, that's a whore. <laughs> we've got some, 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 we've got some, some asshole licking lyrics. We've got some eating some doo doo lyrics in here. We've got, again, I wanted to make sure that you guys, when you listen to this, I would like to know your favorite line that you heard in this mix. You're, you're making it so I can't listen to this at work. Oh, HR fuck would be them. very No, nice. fuck, fuck them. them. We're about female empowerment here, bro. Yeah. The month after Black History Month, <laughs> you're going to not listen to black voices? <laughs> Racists. Now, again, if you look at the artists on here, there's a common theme there. And then when you look at when these songs were released, another checkbox. Mm, okay. Because I've, I've been wanting to make a mix about groups for a while now. All groups. Okay. Oh. Again, Boy gotta, bands. Yeah. Got to be. I, I, I had to bob and weave here to find some specific <laughs> stuff here. Uh, this Okay. This wouldn't fit your category, but this is another one that it brings to mind. Here's an oldie but goodie. Hit it. This is the original. Excuse me. Can I have your attention? Mm-hmm. There's just a few things that I've got to mention. Mm-hmm. There's girlies out here that seem appealing, but they'll come in your life and call hurt your feelings. I'm telling you. I tried to find one of their songs. Yeah, I tried. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. I couldn't find something that was dirty enough. It's it, RJ. Yeah. Do you know the hit of the third artist on here? I do not know that one. Mm. Oh, Tootsie Roll, Tootsie Roll. Some jock jams. Did you know that there's like five different versions of that song? (laughs) (laughs) He has them all. I have jock jams one through 20. (laughs) Of the hit group. 69 Mm -hmm. boys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I fucking love this mix. It makes me so happy every time I listen to it. Um, uh, Again, I would like to know your favorite line that stood out to you that when you listen to it, it makes you 
butterflies in your stomach. You oh. just think of a special lady in your life. Mm. <laughs> a specific line. This line made me Bust call on my her mom. <laughs> yeah. Hi, <Hey>, mom. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this the first me, song. This made me think of another one. It has an Asian lady in the hey, beginning. Sugar, how you doing? <laughs> uh, your pretty face don't match that nasty attitude. Me wear my girl. Probably with your man. Can we fuck? She won't let me go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I really need to bust a nut. Oh, 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 She won't let me go. Honey. I really need to bust a nut. Oh, oh, oh. Check this out. It's so frustrating. Love that song. I almost got, uh, uh, for a long, for a couple, for at least two weeks there, I had a Wu Tang song on there, Ooh. but I kicked it off and for a favor for another one of these songs. Yeah, this is my favorite style of music. The Wu Tang song had a great line on there. Uh, fuck, let me let me double check the line. Um, I gotta find the song. Don't Wu Tang forever. Is it shimmy shimmy y'all? No, it's Maria. That's an ODB song. Of course it is. That dirty bastard. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, my nuts start yelling. Excuse my prick. No, not that one. Uh, long stroke smack it. Then smack it. Bro, no, not the compound point. No, not that one. <laughs> Dirt dog be bouncing. So many classics. Bitches like frog. Nope, not that one. (laughs) (laughs) Bitches a floozy. Nope, not that one. Uh, Okay. They all sound similar. Uh, Don't go no fucking room me. Wait. Don't got no fucking room me and my mama and my TV. Blackberry squeeze. Bitch who a tease. Titty small. Yeah. I got used to the squeeze. Yeah. Fuck that shit. I'm through with this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Old no blackberries. Please can't get a bit. <laughs> Old hen, please can't get a bank of these welfare cheese. Now to blow <laughs> 50 G's overseas. I'm doing the breeze in my, <laughs> in my 850. <laughs> yeah. I just love Go. that. Titty small, I got used to the squeeze. Fuck that shit. I'm through with that bitch. I'm through with that bitch. Man, we all been there, ODB. We all been there. Her attitude was blameless, even though she had a hundred dicks on her name list. Yeah. It's funny because all those lyrics are actually in my Tinder bio right now. (laughs) Just so they know. All the girls are like, must be six feet or taller. I'm like, fuck if... Blackberry squeeze, fuck that bitch. <laughs> Get out. I'm done with you. Now, I know for a fact this is a Sacramento Windows Down mix. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This 100%. is yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't feel bad at all when I'm listening to this at the gym and walking around. I'm just like, hell yeah. You know yeah. what I'm listening to? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have made this whole thing with the first artist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kitty, kitty. That's another uh, hit of theirs. Kitty, kitty. Yeah. Uh, they have a song. Um, <laughs> what's what's that song called? Uh, it wasn't dirty enough, even though it was kind of a funny song. That that kitty kitty song's funny. Hit kitty kitty. Hit kitty kitty. Yeah. Um, Fuck. What was their other big one? 
So that was the hit. Um, they had another one that I like better. I think it was Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh shit. Get that ding ding dong. The ding a lang song. Uh, th- this is my favorite from them. They have another song called Teeny Wing. Is this Hennessy? No. Oh, is this loose booty? Nope. This is a different version, but is this booty drop? No. Uh. <laughs> All classic, though. All classic. <laughs> hey. Wait, this is a different version. Yeah, I'm telling you, they have multiple versions of songs. Wow. Yes. Well, it's the chorus. I mean, it's the whole song. Hell. Hey. Hell. I'm thinking of a different one now. It's a different one where they say pop that pussy. Uh, again, okay. I, I know named better. like four songs that it could have been because they have very similar songs. <laughs> <laughs> Teeny Weenie is their outlier. That's a different type of song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this might be it. Hold on, no. <laughs> nope. The butterfly. Oh, oh, that's, oh, nope, that's 69 Boys. Oh, my God. Okay, this is <laughs> You're to go on infuriating. The they reuse the same lyrics all the time. Oh my god. I found it. And apparently it's and been attributed to Weenie. <laughs> well <laughs> girl, call me up anytime. <laughs> I got a surprise for you. Um no apparently this was always attributed to Live Crew, but this is by the artist Luke. Yo, you're shooting your mason cheek! Oh, I know this. God damn it. Don't stop. Pop that pussy. Let me see your doo doo brown. This is the one. That's very good. Let me see the doo doo brown. (laughs) I always thought this was two live crew. If you like that doo doo brown, get excited for Puddin' Tam. Oh, 
I'm so excited for putting time. Man. Yeah, I'm just you guys you guys are gonna have fun. This is this is a fun mix. A nice palate cleanser from the milkman to get into some real hip hop here in Milkman. Real hip the origins of hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Go Sugar Hill Gang, then fucking Pudding Tang. <laughs> they don't do this anymore. No. You can't make songs like this anymore. No. I think I think Nicki Minaj makes songs like this. Gross. Oh, WAP? That's nothing compared yeah. to Pudding Tang, bro. That's <laughs> disgusting Wait lyrics. Wait till you hear she swallowed it. Guess yeah. what she's doing? What's she doing? <laughs> oh, she's swallowing it. Oh, shit. She may All be of it? addicted to dick and what? that might be a line in there bro <laughs> addicted <laughs> addicted oh shit <laughs> damn is there even a rehab for that <laughs> somebody called dr I would, drew i would love if suddenly this became popular again you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah Nobody does this. Like I mean, songs the closest be- thing is Future saying, I just fucked your bitch in my Gucci <laughs> flip flops. The closest thing is fucking Drake's and Way Too Sexy, which is like a parody song. <laughs> but like, I want to hear songs that I heard at the roller rink, you know, Saturday night, Friday night, mm, roller yeah. rink. We want some pussy. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to hear again. You know, when that song came on, I popped my pussy, showed them that doo doo brown. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. You boys want some pudding time? Yeah. <laughs> it's pudding time. <laughs> yeah. They loved it. Um, Man, I missed the roller rink. Pudding time may have um, the origin of a word that I had uh, not known where I first heard it before. Oh. It's a phrase okay. that I think it might be the origin of the phrase jumping jelly bean. I've never heard jumping jelly bean before. In terms of the, you know, the jumping jelly bean down there and the lady? Like uh, the big toe? Yeah, and the lady. Yeah, what about the big toes? That's the jumping jelly bean. <laughs> the, ju- 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 the big toes? Yeah. Shit. That's the jumping jelly bean down there. <laughs> why, is it, why is it jumping? What, what does it do? <laughs> How do you make it jump? I think that's labia majora. I think that's what they would call that. <laughs> Maybe it's labia minora. I'm not sure. I thought those were the mud flaps. <laughs> Maybe it's the clit. I don't know. I don't know Shit. the anatomy. <laughs> I just know it's got to jump a jump. <laughs> no, it just means they like candy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's that pudding tan. <laughs> Give me that jelly belly. <laughs> yeah. RJ, oh, so, please, so, please play this at work. <laughs> so, so there's another... Please. Sexual in, innuendo, in, innuendo, that they say it right. That they they call it <laughs> a flicking the bean. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we want jelly bean. We wanted to do a a picture of a coffee bean on a hat for our work and called picking the bean, and that was like our logo for that. You would have to say flicking the bean. Yeah, we, we, but we can't say that. So we it do can. that. Well, no one's flicking it's the coffee bean, bean. But you're picking your bean, and it'd be a pick your roast. Well, now you could tell people if they want jumping jelly beans in their coffee. See what but then happens. they're going to be like, you don't have jelly beans here. And I was like, I don't yeah. want to get into it. I want to put pussy in your coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to pour this coffee in your pussy. Can I get that on the side? <laughs> it's you a want new that with ju- whipped cream? It's, it's a new Japanese slow drip <laughs> technique that we <we're> yeah. discovered <laughs> here. Yeah. Uh, it's just the Japanese girl in the corner going, Ow! <laughs> <laughs> He's almost done! 
Oh, it's pudding time. Yeah. <laughs> it's pudding time, Sensei. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. RJ, do, do you have work in the morning? I do. First thing in the morning when you wake up, go in the Coffee car. Coffee enema. Just, okay. Just throw this on. You're going to be mm-hmm. like, you're going to walk right. in hard to All work. Right. <laughs> All right. Side note. Okay. Okay. Hey, Devin. Uh, RJ, you, what are you doing? Hiding my boner. Don't oh, worry yeah. about it. <laughs> Why is your apron all poking out? <laughs> I, I work with a prep guy that is interesting. Ooh. He's an older oh. man. Oh, he takes prep? And literally, if I play this, he'll get so excited. Hell yeah. No, he'll get so excited. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he, he, he will is... be like, oh, senor. Yeah, I was going to say, if he <laughs> understands the lyrics, he like, yeah. <laughs> Mucho duro. <laughs> he's going to remember this. Yeah. No, he's he's going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> duro. Duro a la piedra <laughs> means hard as a rock. I'm sure. I do, think. You, do you still have that one coworker with, who had the, the the guy in jail? I don't know. Oh, okay. yeah, he's been he missing for the past. Too, I think. Oh yeah, no. He, I mean, <laughs> he actually knew too short. <laughs> so this is right up his alley. Yeah. So, um, but no, I don't. I don't know. He might be. Might be gone for now. I'll miss him. Yeah, I showed my wife that I hate Ho's song. I was yeah. like, check the song out. And it's like, last a bitch, so I married one. She's like, what are you trying to say? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This isn't for you. Yeah. This is for me. This is for me. This is for my boys. <laughs> this is God time. <laughs> These are for my boys. <laughs> Have you ever seen those videos of uh in Saudi Arabia of the dudes driving on the freeway and they just like slide all across the freeway? It's just like wild Saudi Arabian drivers. This is just fast and the no, furious. They're Toyota Avalons. <laughs> and they just pull the e-brake on the freeway and they'll do like 360s and then just keep driving again. <laughs> and all of the drivers just like don't pay any attention to it. And it got me thinking. And I was like, they don't allow women drivers over in Saudi Arabia. So I think this is just dude time all the time. <laughs> and dudes can do whatever they want in their cars. And other dudes are like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was cool. He just did a 360 in the street. Ooh, that made me think of something. Mm. I think these songs, only to men, but can be universally liked regardless of what country you're in. If you know the context of the lyric, yeah, I think the, the beats of them is just universally loved. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like Americans love that uh, pit bull, like, dale huevos, dale yeah. huevos, dale huevos, yeah. which just means give her eggs, which is balls, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, people are like, hell yeah, fuck yeah, give her fucking eggs. Yeah. She loves eggs. <laughs> like, what are all those songs, like, all the hit ones, like, just in, in like, you know, Spanish? <laughs> Kind of just like they're on the radio. And anytime I'm just like singing, I, I can like hear it or something like that. And I'll like hum the melody. And the coworker at my work would be like, Senor, you know what that means? And I was like, I don't. He's like, it means sex. <laughs> and he's like, just grinding the air. Yeah. And I was like, how does that mean sex? He's like, oh, yes, Senor. And I was like, what? Okay, well, that's fine. Living la vida loca. That means, means the crazy sex. life of sex. <laughs> yeah. Half the time I think he's lying to me, but he does the motion. Everything's sex. Yeah. He just does the Shakira dancing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. I was like, you my like Shakira? He's cause... like, Shakira is my favorite. Yeah. Her song's about sex. <laughs> my hips don't lie because there's a dick in my hips. Because <laughs> of sex. Yeah. 
Well, you can show him what real sex is like with these mm-hmm. things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, remember, we have an HR. <laughs> Just turn it on your phone and grab him and take him into the walk-in and see what happens. <laughs> You're leaving pregnant. <laughs> and if he starts talking, just put your finger over his mouth and go, shh. <laughs> me so horny. Let me so horny. Let me see that doodoo brown. <laughs> Let me see that. Man, oh. prison in the 90s <laughs> would have yeah. been awful. <laughs> Let me see that doodoo brown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the HBO show Oz should have just called oh, yeah. been, been called Puddin' Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's putting time. Tootsie yeah. <laughs> Rope. Hell yeah. Well, we're gonna, you guys are going to have fun this week with this. This yeah, is going to be a good week. It's, it's a great mix. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a great mix. I wish it was just an all anal mix, though. You know, Seems like there's only a couple anal songs, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I think Lemons, but more anal. Oh, is that what your Lemon mix was about? <laughs> you know yeah. what? In every one of these songs, there might be... A hint at anal. Cool. I'm not sure about me so horny, but the I'm. Uh, you could do, mm. <laughs> do that. I mean, you could make it about anal. Yeah. The last song has lots of. The, it's in the chorus about licking assholes. So mm. there's that. I guess pretty much any song you can make into a song about anal. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, I'm excited for you guys to listen to the last song because it almost comes off as like. This could be like an R and B song, but it's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> them doing an R and B song. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, if you run into your local milkman, make sure to tell him that Madlib sucks. Yep. Um, wherever the milkman, I'm sure all milkmen like Madlib. It, like it seems like a milkman thing. Yeah. And now that's all I'm going to think of when I see Milk. Hey, Mike, I just got your mix. <laughs> God damn Life's a bitch, so I married one. Yeah. Ooh. Life's She's a really bitch, dumb. and then you die. <laughs> 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 uh. yeah, I hate hoes. Hoes hate me. That's just how life goes, you know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> when you a pimp, you a pimp. You know? Uh, I, um, that just reminded me of that pimp documentary from a long time ago. Um, oh, with a uh, seashell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. On to next week where we get down and dirty. Real dirty. Show me them doo-doo.